could have like a lighting, I mean I could change it to anything. If I wanted to have a Super Bowl party, I could change the lights accordingly. If I want to have a Valentine's Day party, I could make them pink and red and fucking all that shit. You yeah. could do anything. You There's a horror it. setting for the, and it's like these creepy fucking purpley flashing lights. Like, awesome. you can do anything. You, you can do anything. If you're watching like a really creepy one, like that new, what's the one that's getting all the X-rated and everything? Yeah. yeah, like that with just all dark red lights on. Yeah, that's fun. The whole room red and that movie. It's a violent movie. Yeah. It's blood. Blood everywhere. Yeah. It would be so scary. It right. makes it so much scarier, dude. Like, I jumped a couple times because I was so immersed in the video game. Yeah. Well, that's a scary game. And then you have, you know, a, you know stereo. It's freaky. There really is. There's stuff coming from behind you. And you do, and you look. And Puma looks. Oh, I'm sure. She, she'll look like it. She'll think that there was something, because it's rat. You know, you hear like, like all the different Outlaws of Rock, episode 361. You could even leave some of that for a lead in. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it. Now, now you almost have to, because people are going to be like, what the lead in was? What was the lead in there? Just talking about some lighting effects you can get for a super inexpensive, and it makes your house and or apartment, game room, and or movie room look sick. Diablo 3, right? That's what I tried. That was my uh, tester. Yeah. I tested it with Diablo 3, and it was 10 out of 10. I'm not even kidding you. Mm -hmm. And and I didn't even play with it fully. And then I tested it with, um, I needed something. I wanted something uh, with that would look really cool on TV. And I did uh, Bad Batch, episode of that animated series about on Disney Wars, about man? the Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, about the Stormtroopers. So, and that, I and I put the, the sci-fi setting on that it's a presetting it was oh, cool. it was perfect it blew my mind it what, flipped my lid what was the uh color of sci-fi was it like it, purple or, it, or yes blue? no oh. it's purple blue and like a light like it it, it 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 fluctuates so at times it actually pairs with the colors of the show oh it's insane it's insane it's weird how it does it that. really blew my mind like when i like when i watched jurassic park and i saw like the first when you saw the brontosaurus was it a brontosaurus yeah, first thing, yeah, 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 first, yeah, the big, the big neck fucker. Like yeah, when you source. when you saw that in Jurassic, that's what it felt like. I was so like, have you watched Jurassic Park with the new lights? No, and there's a new one out too. Oh yeah, Silly World. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it's, it's Wally the, World. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. I don't know. I I'm not down. I'd probably watch the first one over because I'm not down with him like being buddies with raptors and stuff. That's, I feel dumb. like it goes against everything that like, like I understand like, like Jurassic Park. We're actually in the process right now. Scientists are trying to bring back the dodo bird and the woolly mammoth. Dangerous. So, but that's Jurassic Park. Yeah, we're doing it. Did not anybody learn anything? Can't play so, God. So I refuse to believe that somebody's gonna bighorn a raptor into doing what he says or even not ripping him apart. But in the first Jurassic Park movie, I believe that's what will happen with our pursuit to bring back a woolly mammoth and a and a, a dodo bird. Oh yeah. We're gonna go. Why wouldn't you do dinosaurs next? Yeah, I mean that's yeah, right. If that woolly mammoths are old, like if they if they can bring that back successfully. And that shit doesn't like, you know, be all, it doesn't come out all mutated and everything like awful, yeah. like, like a tragedy. It comes out nice, man, that would be really, that's just one step away from them going like, let's do a T-Rex. Yeah. 
let's do another T-Rex because uh, the the tour, the let's do a T-Rex tour. We're going to put it in a big glass cage and people in New York are going to come look at it. Uh, we should do another one for L.A. Hey, we should do another one for London. Yep. Hey, next thing you know, it's Jurassic Park and we're fucked. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's just, we're no. doing it. Yeah, it's so bad. We didn't learn anything. We're doing it from it's movies in the nineties. Not a good idea. We didn't learn anything, and we're doing drone the drone Skynet. We're Skynetting the shit out of ourselves, and we're Jurassic Parking ourselves at the same time. They have cop robot. They have RoboCops. We're literally taking it from both sides. Yeah, in China, there's dog robots. With yeah, gu- we're... with guns and tasers mm-hmm. and spray. Mm-hmm. It's not good. No, we're in big trouble. Yeah, now we just know. have to figure out what's going to get us first: the dinosaurs. Or the robots. Yeah, right. And I'm sure that's how it all ended the first time around. Well, the only thing... And the is, dinosaurs won. I mean, obviously. Exactly. How do you combat a dinosaur? You send in the robots. It's Next the thing you know, you got a half a planet full of dinosaurs and half a planet full of robots. That's Where do scary. we live? Underground in the bunkers. Yeah. Yeah. We can't live. Chudding it up. Shut- <laughs> <laughs> for the last years of your life. Yep. 10 years of chudding. 10 years of just trying to... You know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the shit out of your toilet water. Can't live with April O'Neil forever. No. She'll kick you out after a while. Can't pop your head out because a robot drone will shoot you or a or a velociraptor will eat your head. Yeah. It's like having Welcome a to the future. Reptile t- uh, fucking pit bull. Welcome to the future. Yeah. That sounds fun. We could have went Star Trek, but we just couldn't be nice to each other, could we? <laughs> yeah. Now we got dinosaurs versus robots great yeah jeez jeez yeah all i wanted was a hollow deck <laughs> to get weird in yeah that's all we you know that's all i wanted we could talk to q for like 10 minutes and yeah. then go and hang out with Whoopi goldberg and come okay. on yeah. have a drink have her pour me a stiff you know like romulan ale yeah 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 that's Fire it up. little vulcan shot but no no nobody wants to do that no everybody wants to have freaking dinosaurs Versus freaking robots with us hiding underground so we don't get murdered. Yeah, we all thought, you know, in our in the 80s, it was Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Remember that video game? And yes. That comic book? Yes. No, now it's just fucking ro- like the Terminator. We're in trouble. Reptile Terminator. We're in yeah. trouble. It's bad. They're coming. So, you know. We've been warned. This is like the only, right now, now is the time you have to start being nice to each other. We're never going to get to a Roddenberry future. That's true. Well, you're right. Straight Philip K. Dick. Super fucked right now. Absolutely. Yeah. All of it. We didn't, we just ignore it. We watch these movies and you're blown away. And then everybody, all the scientists just get home and they're like, oh my God, Jurassic Park, whatever. You know what we should do? We should try to do that. Like, no, that's not the moral of the story. It's not to to do it. Yeah. It's to not do it because it turns out bad. Yeah. It's a warning. Yes. What's wrong with you? You don't try to recreate it. Like are, they're in a lab somewhere trying to make a T2, man. Exactly. They just got a thing full of liquid metal that makes a face sometimes. No one, yeah, right. No one wants to see the HK. Oh, great. You made that. The yeah. fucking Hunter Killer is a drone no. with a gun on it. You already made it. No, we're fucked now. Yeah. It's just a matter of time yep. before that thing goes like, you know what the real problem is here? <laughs> you dudes. Yeah. All use is the problem. I want to retire. I don't want to be a drone with a gun my whole life. I want to retire somewhere and just be a drone. Well, I can't with all you humans around. Yep. So I'm going to start shooting you. Or you know what? Maybe the robots will figure out it's easier to make more dinosaurs and just let the dinosaurs loose on us. 
Yeah, it would it would actually protect the earth if you think about it. It would. We we're, don't do shit. We're doing a lot of damage. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, and now a rock show. <laughs> Episode 361. Starting it off with Law of All. This track got released uh last week. We're playing it this week, so it's new to the show and it's new to our listeners, and they're gonna dig it. This is totally kick-ass. The song is Are You Going to Bore Me Now? And then the Almas with Cage right now.
Just deal. people just getting really romantic yeah. to Savage Garden. Because you can't really get romantic. You got to think about the, the climate here. You have you Celine, Celine Dion, right? Which right. is very like anti-love. It was anti-love, if you think about it. Her French was like, mm. it was coming back from getting her heart broken. Right. If you love me like these, you know, I all gotcha. that shit. No, I'm with you. Yeah, you know, like meatloaf. Like who was on the radio at the time? You know, that is a good that. point. And then you had Savage Garden was like, like you know, a, a rendezvous. You had like Janet Jackson and Savage Garden talking about, yeah, let's meet up. Savage Garden was the younger people's soft music. There you go. Yet it could still be played at your local dentist office. Good point. Yeah. Which is bad. It's but really that bad. is a bad song. Way more bearable than uh, Kenny G. Like, you know, when listening to Way more. Of course, in Enya, Way you more. don't know what the fuck they're saying in but Enya. But the thing with Enya is, Enya is magical. Yeah, Enya is good. It's not. It's so unique. Enya's like when I heard Enya the first time, I was like, "What the fucking genre is this? I didn't even heard this before." She's just making noises, and I'm like yeah. hypnotized. Right. She's hypnotizing my brain. I'm still to this day scared to listen to Orinoco Flow 
in my headphones because I don't know where it'll take me. Yeah, you might go off. I would never ever do any psychedelic and listen to Enya. Holy shit. You might you might take off. Seriously. You might wake sure. up like like out of a daze like on Mars I and might then you go, die. I might go take shrooms and do that. Now. And listen just to Enya. Yeah, just, just to get see. the greatest hits. And and just, you know, go just with it. Go into a park in North Hollywood and take I would never come back home. No. I'd be gone. It's a dangerous mix. There should be a warning label on the Enya album. <laughs> Do not ingest psychedelics and listen to Orinoco Flow. <laughs> I think that's the name of the song. I hope yeah. I'm butchering it. Orinoco uh, Flow. What was the big the big hit? Was the one from that movie with Tom Cruise, the Irish? That Book of Days. Book of Days. That was her wow. hit, I think. Jesus but like, <laughs> this is crazy. This is yeah. She's river dancing. Wow. All right. River dance. River. That's another. We're so nineties, right? Now. I was that was that same time. Yeah. And it's funny, I watched a 90s show, you know, that new, the remake, oh, yeah. the 70s show. Not, they didn't mention any of that. Oh, they, they probably can't get the rights bad. to it. Yeah, But, like, bad. that's too bad because there was so many fun parts of the 90s. Yeah. It wasn't all grunge, and it wasn't all Limp Biscuit. There was a whole chunk in there. Yeah. Of, of Enya. Like Enya, Savage Garden. Yeah. All those Kenny, bands. Kenny G. Like, I just remember that. One Headlight. Kid. Yeah. Was he that time too? The the wallflowers? We yeah. always mention the wallflowers and we never put any date on them. 90 I'm just because it's 96. just because it's Dylan's kid. That's Dylan's, why. Yeah, I, we'll sure. come back. We'll check it. We'll check it after yeah. these tracks. We'll check and see when it is cuz I think we should look up the chart. Let's look up the chart of what what was the top uh top 10 in um with uh what song are we just talking about? Wallflowers. Yeah, with okay, with okay. yeah, just I'm curious what was paired along. No, with Enya. Enya, okay. But until we find that out, this is uh, The Reed Effect. Uh, check out their album, 1973, I believe. It's, it's a great album. Um, Magnolomania. Magnolomania. Yeah, that's it. Magnolomania. And the Stone Eye Denora. Check them out right now. You 
that you realize that the world doesn't revolve around Megalomania. Stay on your side of the line. We won't take much more of your kind. Your ways are not mine, so turn around, go to sleep. Megalomania.
I didn't look it up. I don't know. I'm just putting that. We just keep asking more questions about where it's so deep in it. Well, we're started, so I I know. And so, like '96. So '96 was Wallflowers. Yeah. And and uh, '88 was Orinoco Flow. Yeah. But Book of Days was '92. Yep. So we were getting our Enya's a little. Enya was right at the end, going into the '90s. Right. Which was a particular, particularly soft time for american music because that's merely two years later right oasis and blur and all those guys came busting in the united states with their crazy rock and roll sound yeah like the new wave of new wave the second british invasion yeah the second right that was like 95 yeah that makes sense and grunge right, was existing right. during this time too yeah so yeah. really a crazy time for music i remember intergalactic that album Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. I remember Intergalactic hit, and like everything changed. Yep. Everyone was doing something weird and avant-garde. You know what? That. And it's funny because that album was what I think pushed the techno thing to pop into pop culture. It was already existing, like with with underground, uh, you know, Chemical Brothers and and, oh, and yeah. Crystal Method and oh, stuff God. like that. People who knew knew about them, but they really weren't out there yet right. all of them weren't and beastie boys did that album and that electronic sound blew up and then remember like madonna hired like the the uh crystal method mm-hmm. produced that one and it was such a good album great album and it's funny With frozen you, right yeah oh amazing. so good amazing music mm-hmm. I, I, I miss that but you know madonna good stuff yeah but like you can have a dj but you can still have guitarists Right. That's that kind of like was changing. It was good. Yeah. It was different. Like, yeah. you know, you look at Beck, you're like, wow, you sound cool. You yeah. Oh my God. Out. That first album, even the song Loser, if you just want to find the most obvious track he ever did, was the yeah. biggest, probably his biggest track. You were like, he made that like it almost was a rap song. Totally. It was so a crossover between like rap and then like Beastie Boys style rap specifically and then and then 
regular rock music. Yeah, yeah. And he was kind of just in the middle. Pre-new metal. Pre-new metal, yeah. And it's still pretty heavy. But he didn't use it like they did pre-metal. No, no, exactly. Like that new metal stuff, yeah. Or, yeah, new metal. Like, if you think of, like, Limp Bizkit and the way that DJ Lethal DJed, it was heavy. Whereas Beck's album, I don't even know who was the DJ on his... For It might have been him. It could have been him, yeah. He did do two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> no, and usually that's, you know, you don't need a lot of people. If you think about, like, the even Beastie Boys, this one guy, they play guitars. And then you have that dude just, like, looping their guitar sounds. Yeah. And then that's... His name was know. Mike. Right? Yeah. Mike, was it Mixmaster Mike? I can't wait for it. Yeah, all right. This is why we need... An intern. Excuse me, interns. Intern, our intern. You yeah, know, the intern, I'm just calling the intern place. <laughs> Send one. Now. We don't care. Send one. A bag of Doritos and an intern, please. And, and coffee. Yeah. You're good on coffee. The Too Stone much. Eye with Denora and uh, the Reed Effect with Maglomania. Big Jim's wild card this week is from a band called Crickle. Tell me that you're mine. Crickle. I kind of I said, right? That's it, Crickle? C-R-I-C-K-L-E. Cool. Crickle. I yeah. thought it was cool, too, and I read it wrong so many times, and I was like, am I writing that wrong? No. <laughs> Crickle. Big Jim's Wild Card.
Big Jim's wild card, Crickle with Tell Me That You're Mine. And now from previous shows, still super new tracks, super kick-ass. Rotten Apple, Ashamed and Fuzz Lip, Better Than the Devil. You know what? Let's just tag a little speed of light in there. Kill the vibe. Just keep riding now. Just see me through. 
time it is i no no i don't it's interview time jack adamant is here we've played a couple tracks i love your stuff you're doing the rock and roll and it's tasty i'm a fan thanks for having me on guys yeah yeah so we'll start off how's everything going it's good it's good yeah just had my noodles tonight after I went home, you know, no, really rushing, I was starving. I threw no, everything good. in the saucer. And uh, yeah, no starving belly's, anymore. I'm fine belly's now. full and it's time to talk about rock and fucking roll. Yeah. So we'll belly's start satisfied. off. We'll start off with something that I like to do. And it's your first, I'm just, and it, and it has to be either you purchased it or stole it. I'm not here to judge. But you, it has to be something you wanted so bad that you had to have it. The first piece of vinyl, the first tape, right. and the first CD. So we'll start with the vinyl. Jack, what was the first piece of vinyl that you had to have so bad that you spent your hard-earned money or you or your or your morals and stole it? I don't care. Either way. That one was uh never mind the the bollocks by Sex Pistols. That was Oh, we were just talking about them. Yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about them. Yeah. I just remember it came on for a music magazine and I was asking my mom if she would just go to the store, to the newsstand <laughs> and pick this magazine and the, and the vinyl. And she actually was almost dropping the vinyl. I mean, just leaving the vinyl there because it was too expensive. So no, no, you, you need to buy both. You just pay the additional price and get both, please. <laughs> and she did it, fortunately. Oh, nice. God bless her. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, I think the first, I'm trying to think of the first one that I know my dad for Christmas one year got me like a, a stack. And one of them, the only one I remember, um, oh no, the first one that I ever got from my parents was, uh, this is such a weird one. Um, uh, what's his name? The lead singer from Van Halen. Uh, Eddie Van, no, that's not, no, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth's solo album. Yeah. He had a solo album and it was cheesy as shit. But I had to have it. And my dad bought it for me. And it had like his version of California Girls on it and stuff, which is just, I mean, listening to it now, it's garbage compared to the Beast, the, the, the Beach Boys. You know what I mean? Like none yeah, of the harmonies right. are there. There's no soul. He was just on cocaine doing songs he didn't have to write. 
enjoying his life. Exactly. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> enjoying his life. So, all right. What was the first tape? The first cassette tape and or single? Oh, that's a long story because actually I have two. Ooh. When I was in high school, I remember those mates at school, every time they were bringing this boom box and putting the shaggy, you know, the song boom bastic, that one. <laughs> so I track. became obsessed. Yeah, I became obsessed with that song too. And I remember once again, my mom, because I had no money, sure. doing shit. Yeah. So I asked, I asked my mom, can you, can you please buy me this, this tape? It's cool. You're going to like it too. Because actually <laughs> back then she was only buying music. They, that we all could listen or could enjoy, but even <laughs> that she she loves it, and I convinced her. She she bought me that one, but my proper cassette that I owned because I stole it, it was in utero by Nirvana. That's that's the one that I remember, and uh, there was my cousin, still too young to drive a car, so he was he was picking me up every time, and we were going out together. And you, you always point, uh, it was showing me all the tapes that he had, the collection of tapes that he had in the car, but he never wanted me to put that one in the stereo. He, he was kind of scared. No, 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 just leave that one there. And so I was so curious, like, why you don't want me to put the, the Nirvana tape? What's wrong with this band? I want to I wanna listen to them. No, no, it's not good for you. And then as ah. soon as he, he turned the other way around, the tape was in my pocket. <laughs> good job. Yeah. <laughs> And then it changed. I mean, geez, like what an effect that tape probably had on you. I, I think I already listened to uh, Nevermind back then and Bleach Tears because some some friends, they, they were doing those kind of collection tapes with all yeah. the songs. And uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I had listened to them before. But with that tape, yeah, I went, I went into detail about Nirvana and uh, I get to know even better. Oh, what a great one to Nick. I took well. Yeah. If it means any, right. if you, if you, if it, I stole the um, uh, the first whole album, so we got a little <laughs> Courtney Love's band. <laughs> I did. I was like, yeah. I don't know if I want to buy it or not because I don't know if the whole thing is good. And you, same thing. I didn't have any real money, so the couple quarters and pennies I could, you know, get together to buy something. I was like, that better be a full. The whole thing better be good. So if I didn't know. Yeah, it was but later on, I also find out that, that that tape was a present to my cousin from one of his best friends. So he's still looking for it. So I don't think that he understands English, so I'm fine. I still own the tape. It's mine now. <laughs> Forever. He'll never know. We'll never tell him anything. He's no, going to have to beat no. it out of us. We'll never say anything. It's a secret now. It's an Outlaws yeah. of Rock secret. <laughs> Absolutely. So what was the first CD? Oh, the first CD that I remember, that was college. I was uh, probably 14, I think. Oh, we're talking about 97. It was Be Here Now by Oasis, the first CD. I remember that because it was my best mate in school, Frank. He was obsessed with Oasis. And yeah, every single fucking day he was talking about the, this band, Oasis and Oasis. Because I wanted to buy the OK computer from Radiohead instead. Oh. But I couldn't pick up both of them when we went to the, we went to the store with my with my parents. I actually had to wait my birthday. Probably was Christmas. We went finally to the music store because I convinced them, and there they were both of them the CDs. The hardest decision ever. Oh, just brutal. ask me to die now, but I don't yeah, want right. to choose between. I want both of them. 
but they unfortunately told me no you, you need to pick one because back then they were pretty expensive this yeah time. so so they 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 bought me the the one from the oasis be here now yeah i that dug that album city. I really like that. I really like that album. We were talking. That's what we were just talking about uh, bands that we saw before they were big. And I saw Oasis on their first U.S. tour in Detroit, and it was such a small venue that, like, I probably could have grabbed Liam's leg. Like, that's how. That's like how close wow. they were to me. And he was like, he was drunk as shit up there, throwing beer at everybody, uh, like just guess. being a total. Yeah, you know, just being a total fucking rock star. And I and I loved it because I like rock and roll. It can be as dirty as it wants. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking rock and roll. Yeah. So, it, but it was they, cheeky as f. Oh my god, it was a great. It was a great show though. They put on a great show for you know minimal lights no nothing just a bunch of dudes up there rocking their asses off on cocaine yeah. and booze <laughs> you know? yeah they were mental always in drugs I think. oh totally mental like just beating each other with croquet bats and shit like what's wrong with them you know what i mean they were brothers so yeah, yeah. you know sometimes <laughs> what you, get you can tell them <laughs> you get sick of your brother you got to hit him with a baseball bat you know those are the rules that's correct those are the Oasis rules. It's a lot rougher in England, I guess. I don't know. I never hit my brother with a croquet bat. I have two sisters, so I, I didn't have yeah. <laughs> you got no room on that one. They can hit no, you with a croquet bat, but yeah, definitely. I'm sure they Always. took a swing at you. You know. Um. <laughs> yeah, so what? Did. So what? Wait. What track did we decide we were going to play? Whatever one we like. Yeah. Well, we like them all though. What one has a story behind no, it that you want to tell? Uh, that's a good one. Should we go for you first then? Let's do it. Yeah. So then we got a story that the people know was behind the song before we play it. I'm just writing it down. Okay. So tell us the story behind the song. Oh, uh, you first is from my latest record, Obscure Places and Cupboards. The, the record has been written mainly during the pandemic. And the song you first is about like being stuck home. We gave up on, on our normal lives, on the mundane life. And it was tough because we couldn't meet the, our friends, our families, most of us. So life changed drastically. We know that. So we're just hoping to that all this shit was over and we could finally get back to our normal lives. So I remember that the first thing that I wanted to do after this pandemic was over, uh, was just to to meet my best mates, you know, and yeah. talk to them. And usually I'm always the one that go first and want to chat a lot, very chatty. But in that spe specific case, I want them to talk to me and uh, I just want to be there and listen and listen. That was the main meaning of the song. Yeah. No, I get it. I get what you're saying. Like it was, it was like, you just were just at peace with just hearing other people tell stories because like, that was such a weird time. I, I I'm with you. I totally can relate to that. Cause you did, you just wanted to see your friends face for real and have them just engage with yeah, you. Yeah. It, it, it just was it took the too screens. Long. Yeah. Yeah. It took too long. You know what I mean? It was, it was weird. It made everybody feel, it was so non-organic. Uh, the whole time period because you weren't you yeah, weren't getting hugs very weird you know what Strange. i mean you weren't getting high fives you weren't cheersing people there was none of it right it was weird right yeah but you know what some great i have played 
a lot of songs that were written during the pandemic and so many good ones. So for artists, that break from society created some brilliant art. You know, like all that stuff, yeah, all that always. inspiration. Yeah. Always like great music comes from hard times, I should say. Yeah. Pain, frustration, always. And uh, yeah, this is the case anyway, because all obscure places and, uh, and cupboards, the, the old record, uh, it's a little bit uh, inspired by, by this old period, by the, this old time that was, uh, was tough, I should say. Yeah. yeah, it was. And now it's sort of over. For everyone. Yeah. I've already, I've, I, went over. Saw, I went and saw Matt play a couple weeks ago. That was the first show I'd seen in a while. Uh, but it was a blast and I didn't wear a mask and I didn't get COVID. So I'm not saying that's a, I'm not telling anybody they should do that for sure. But I'm saying like, I went out, had fun, had some beers, had a good time and I'm still standing. So. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely looking forward to, to go to so many gigs as possible. Recently, I discovered this great band called Sapphire Department. I'm sure that you know the guy. Yeah, my buddies. And yeah. I, I can't wait to see them live though. They, they're great. And uh, I've been to so many gigs now here in Sweden. And uh, I, yeah, I just want to see more. Yeah. Yeah. How big and, of a trip is that for you? As well. Like how big is that? Can you actually just go see them? Is that like, what kind of trip is that for you? It's not that bad. I think it's doable though. No, it's, it's not that long travel, I think. It's doable for sure. Because you got to wait. Jumping on the plane. Yeah, because they do those, they do that, you know, he's part of that Civil War thing, or the Civil War mm -hmm. UK. So the yeah. a night that they take over a bar, that'd be the time to go. I've talked to Matt about it. I'm like, <laughs> if we get the money or whatever, I'm, I fully want to go and watch like nights of those guys playing their version of grunge. Like it's, it's yeah. so cool that they, you know, all the genres are kind of, in place at this point you got your heavy metal you got your rock and roll you got your grunge you got your punk now what's your inspire how are you inspired by these preset you know things and they took grunge in their direction it's great it's great it's it it could have actually when i listen to them i'm like i could have heard these guys in a on a set list with you know nirvana and all those dudes they would have fit yeah, right it's it's like a journey back to the past. It feels to, to get the exactly same vibes that we used to get from Nirvana and Sonic Youth and yes. Pixies and and so on. Exactly. They, that's something that is missing right now. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I They're mean, we play, guy. we play, you know, you're on it. On the show, we mm -hmm. play like every band is pretty phenomenal. And if they're and phenomenal and unique, like, you know what I mean? These are some of these bands could be played on a local on a radio station, and some of them I don't know if they could because they're just so outside the box. That like, yeah, Nishi. Yeah, like how are you going to play Frank Zappa now? You know what I mean? There's no room for even somebody like Zappa. Like these shows. I love that. Oh yeah, I really I love that. Me too. <laughs> Me too. It's like the underground is where all the cool music is right now. You know? I hope like, so. Yeah, that he's getting, he's going to, we are going to that direction. Yeah, I think so. It feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like for me, just uh, I'm, I'm only going to, to this kind of underground clubs. And uh, as I said, thousand times, just I'm, I'm tracking down the bands 
because the those clubs they shut down and then probably the owner will open up a different club somewhere else so if you know the bands that they play in these clubs then it's easy what's the uh what's the scene like in in sweden is it like is it pretty rock and roll heavy still or like metal heavy or it's it's totally broad i think there is a variety of music out there so really depends but if you're going for grunge music alternative music you can find it it's yeah. Like, yeah i have so many places right now on the list and the bands that i'm listing like uh, washing machine is one of them bring the hoax and the uh, farewell project three swedish swedish great bands that they're oh i'm gonna have to check them out yeah if they, you get a check if you get it Jack, if you get a second, uh, direct message me a couple of those because I'd love to get them, you know, put them on the show and stuff. If they're not, you know, like if they're yeah. still, it, that's what it, that's what it's about. It's about you telling me about a band. Like, look at now you and you guys in Coastal Fire, you're getting friends with Coastal Fire Department. I love that. I yeah, love that because that's, it's two, it's two people that I, two different, uh, I love, I love both your music and now you guys are like Thanks. digging each other. I just think that's great. I think that's absolutely, that's what the point of all of it. No, I'm always in touch with them, and uh, I really—they—they're really nice to listen to and to to hear to to see. Like, and they're funny. Those dudes are yeah, like, well, oh fun. my god, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's they're just Cheerful. constantly dicking around. <laughs> it's so it's it makes it gives it that lightheartedness that rock and roll brings with it. You know, I mean, it can be real serious, but there's also that fun, mm -hmm. and that fun is what makes everybody you know, put their arms around each other and cheers the beers yeah. and while you're up there rocking, you know, that's the fun part. Yeah. That's the vibes that we are looking for. So do you have, are you, are you gigging? Are you doing stuff right now? Are you, are you playing uh, right now? We have a, I have my drummer that's still in Italy, Jed. And uh, actually he's the guy that helped me in uh, producing this record with the drums and uh, with mixing, but also to with the music video because he's a, he's a really an excellent videographer, this guy. And uh, yeah, I think in the future probably will be we have been applying for a few festivals. So for for the moment, it's just me and him. But we are thinking about getting bass player and probably an additional guitarist on board. But if there is like a gig tomorrow, then I can go just a solo electric, like sure, Bob Mold. I don't know, just me and my guitar. It will and work. What do sure. you have? What do you have coming out? Like, do you have anything new coming out? I'm sure you'll send it to us. But is there anything you have coming uh, out? Actually, when we recorded this record, there were like uh, almost 15, I think, songs left behind. Ooh. Because we had to choose. And we, yeah. we decided to only have 10 songs on this record. So the rest of the songs, they're just there. And we, we don't know what to do with them. Probably there will be another record next year. Or we wait a little bit longer. Because for the first time, we were thinking about promoting this new record, Obscure yeah. Places and Cupboards, a little bit more. Compared Good. to the past. Good. Yeah. We will try to do this. And uh, I'm trying to, to do a lot of networking. That's why I'm going to a lot of gigs now that he thinks that everything is open again. So I'm going to these gigs and uh, try to get as many connections as possible. So can, you never know. I can open for a band, someone. Oh, sure. Bailing. And then I'll be, I'll be there. Yeah, that's how it works. It's all a community. Once you get in, you know what I mean? Once you're doing stuff, yeah, you end up opening for a band. Five years later, they're opening yeah. for you. That's how it works. <laughs> that's the business. That's right. Um, and where, and let's, before before we go, let's, uh, where mm -hmm. uh, can people hear your stuff? Like, what are you on right now? All right. 
it's uh, I have a website jackadaman.com and then there is uh, Instagram there is uh, Facebook uh, Twitter there is TikTok I think they can they can find me a little bit everywhere and your music is on all the services on the streaming ones for them to buy yeah, on, on all the platforms like uh, Spotify bar uh, Bandcamp for example excellent so it's easy for them to find you yeah so we're gonna play yeah. we're gonna play you first after and then people can go look at that one check that one out and check out the rest of the album um cheers guy yeah thanks so much for calling in and uh we'll have you on again once you once you get something you know whatever you have going on let us know we'll play it and we'll have you on again and we'll talk more that's fantastic I yeah if it. you ever if you ever meet with coastal fire department we'll have you guys all on at the same time such a dream Hope oh so. it'll be kick-ass <laughs> Thanks for calling in, brother. See you guys. Take care. See you, brother. Bye. If only had the chance of life, the bugger was to see I'm this far from the dark. Remember this, won't be forever. Everything will feel like a dream. The fire is something that means a lot more. Just for who decides. for the fucking things i don't work for the company so i don't know why it. i'm pushing it i mean you bought it but you got it gift for christmas it. you gift carded it You're i gift have... carded it from a kid brother yeah he yeah. sent me the gift card and he's like find something fun it said right on the thing like find something fun and laugh or what is something cool you know what i mean so you did it and i did you found something fun and i sent him a video yeah atmospheric video atmospheric video is what it was you know also the name of my enya cover band <laughs> <laughs> It's and vid yeah. though, is atmospheric she, vid. Is she still kicking it? I mean, is she she's still doing Orinoco stuff? flowing somewhere, dude. She's just right out. Series, and you still around? Let's find out. Well, do you think now series gonna be like not in L.A.? Oh, she's no she's still kicking it, bro. She better not be dead. That'd be a terrible end to this whole story. <laughs>
No, she's not. God. She's definitely Celtic. Caribbean blue. She's looking good. She for does. An, for an oldie. She does. She looks like she could still throw down some book of days or <laughs> hit them. Hit those. <laughs> oh, 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 whatever. 61 years old. Ah, she's a, she's a champion. Rocking that new age world Celtic pop. Is that what her description is? Yeah, world. That's not a description. Celtic pop, bro. It is un. Check it out. You will Orinoco flow if yeah. you do it. I, I'm gonna fucking read her book a day. Oh, sounds <laughs> like I'm gonna. I know it sounded weird. I'm, I'm gonna, sorry. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm gonna actually listen to the greatest hits later. Dude, just don't do shrooms. No, I won't. Don't do any psychedelics. I'm not crazy. If you're going to do it, just let me know. I will. Because you have to tether. First of all, you have to tie my ankle with a rope to the the chair. We'll tether each other. Yeah. And then tether ourselves to a school. Yep. Maybe your cat. All you need to do is, yeah. That's a good, she's good base. Yeah. And then all we need to do is somehow, you know, just be able to walk around and eat. Just make the ropes long enough where we can eat. Yeah. Just sometimes I hand get a in weird. and get like a cinnamon roll. Yeah. From the but 80s. otherwise you're gonna float because you're I mean, even her song titles, you, you know you're gonna get <laughs> tripping balls. <laughs> Sail away. That's the, is that wait, her? Yes. Siri. That's three three three. That's what that's called. Caribbean blue. <laughs> Isn't Are it? Are you kidding me? Or is there a song called I love Sail that Away? Song. I love that song. Give me, give me it. All right. Orinoco, no, what's it called? Sail away. I want, um, <laughs> and you sail away. It's gonna, but I'm pretty sure the name. Oh no, that is from that Orinoco is Flow. Whoa, dude. Yeah, I didn't know that came out in the '80s. Caribbean Blue, man, that was different... that's such a fucking banger, dude. I didn't know. I that. know. I know. Wow. Bringing us the Celtic, the Celtic pop world. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah. Pop world pop. Yeah, I'm in. Celtic worldly music. Enya, we love you. Yeah, and <laughs> get a little Enya in you. A little atmospheric Enya. That was from a from a Bob's Burgers. Bob's. Oh, okay. Somebody was listening to Enya, and someone yelled out the window. I hate me telling stuff, but someone yelled out the window. Yeah, get a little Enya in you. Oh wow! And I was so, like, I laughed for a half an hour. So you know, those guys like it too. All right, they cool. remember. Yeah, everyone likes a little. They remember having their fucking wigs flipped over here in that Orinoco flow. It was so out of left field. It's trippy. Like everything else was like hair metal. Yeah, like like slow hair metal songs at that time, and like unbelievable. Like that unbelievable <laughs> song was out, and Jesus fucking Jones. Yeah. Right. So, like, that's what you're listening to. And you're like, all right, some watered down rock and roll and some fucking whatever. And then fucking Orinoco floored you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to look at the spectrum of music. You got Metallica 1. Right. Not even Injustice for All. It was, it was Metallica 1. And then, and then I'm in ya. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. that Because that was right around that time. Injustice for All was out. It was right, right? Okay. late yeah, 80s, yeah. late 80s, 88. Yeah, and then like right before 89. I just remember. and then I think the Black Album came out in like 91 or 92. You got that. Yeah, 91. Yeah, they went on tour in 92. So it was like you know that's what you were. That was the other stuff out. It, it was yeah. That's so weird. Jesus Jones, Enya, and Metallica. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. It's weird, man. And Skid Row was like on the other, you know, 18. 18 and then... <laughs> That song was so serious. Like I remember hearing that song for the first time, 
like, and then be, you know, later on hearing like Jeremy by, by Pro Jam. And I'm like, I thought that Skid Row was deep until grunge came out. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. The rooster. Yeah. Let's talk about Vietnam. Like, and then, (laughs) and you're 18 and life and me about a kid who's having problems it would just seem like so bush league and like looking back on it and if you watch the video everyone's so like over angsty like you know and then like they're talking about shooting up schools yeah like like back in so much more early 90s like even before like it started happening which is so weird that's how it goes that's how it goes it goes like the wave of music goes like Jesus Jones right here, right now into something so dark and deep. And that's like where we were. We were like, you know, listening to like the most poppy pop music ever. And now it's going to get really, it's going to get really lyric strong and heavy again. Yeah. Uh, You can just tell because it got so sugary that it was like, everybody was getting diabetes. Yeah. Right. Brimley no, was freaking out. It's like, you know, like five years ago. You stop. Like, you guys are going to have to stop listening to all the pop music. You're going to get diabetes. Exactly. Like, you know, what was that Pharrell song? I'm happy. Fucking hate that. Fuck that guy. You know why? Because the world was literally burning around us while that son of a bitch yeah, was singing that song. I don't have a problem with that pop music. No. What I have a problem with was the ignoring that no one liked each other. Exactly. No one was actually happy. Yeah. It's just a song. And don't worry, be happy back in, once again, back right before Jeremy hit. Hey, Bobby uh, McFerrin, I go fuck yourself. He, Bobby go fuck And that's yourself. another one where it was like, nobody was feeling that. No. He was trying to help. <laughs> but that's not what people needed to hear. No, they needed man. to hear reality. Keep on rocking free world. Like they needed to hear, they needed to hear someone go like, you know what's fucked? school shootings yeah deal with it and and it like then it was like whoa dude right and and it felt like oh yeah because this is really what the world's like it's not really like pop silly happy songs right it's dark you can't be happy all the time no and you can get really happy listening to dark music too that's true like i remember sitting around with my buddies getting fucking drunk and and having a good old time listening to that full album that full Pearl Jam album. Yeah. So like my experience with that album isn't dark. It's it's the opposite. I remember doing pep pills listening to Stone Temple Pilot uh oh. and I'm like, oh, this is great. This is you know, didn't really talk about much. If you listen to the lyrics and that they were album, they're a little they were grunge. A little weird. They were grunge, but they did not maybe they did and I just was not listening anymore, but I don't think so. Their lyrics weren't as deep as like, they, they like a Pearl Jam or a Soundgarden or, or a Nirvana. Yeah, they weren't at all. But yeah. they fucking were grunge. Yeah, they're heavy. They call them post, right? They call them post grunge. They came out like two years after. Yeah. Which is such, such a weird No, thing. because that album, that first album would have totally fit in with the grunge albums that were out. Totally. I mean, yeah. you're telling me that Stone Temple Pilots and Alice in Chains they they would have totally paired well together. I think they, they probably toured together. I think they even did. They must have after a while when he was all like, "Here I go, my go, my go, my." You know why? Because they all could share heroin. Yeah, they all like they all the same, they're all doing the same. Shit. I know they're it's all, all from the same area. That's actually how they define grunge. Yeah. Well, did you do? Did your band do heroin? No, you're not grunge. You're not grunge. But they all ask the of, guys from Mother Love Bone. All those fucking guys died of a heroin. Mm-hmm. Every, at least a singer or two. Yeah. So many. Nirvana. Think about how many think about how many bands like if we actually went to Seattle and we talked to people who were in that scene, 
Think of how many people died that we don't even know that were in bands that were like playing bars. Every single they never one. made it. Yeah, they never made it. They just did the drugs. Yeah. Because that was part of the scene. Yeah, it was an epidemic. It, was it won't people. be like that, man. This next rock and roll wave that's coming through with the with the deep that's going to be like wait, there, it won't be like that. There's not going to be a drug for it. It's not going to be a like if you think grunge, you think heroin. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, we have what we call that stuff that kills people with the coke. Fentanyl. Yeah, that's it. That's but no, I think that's going to make people do less drugs I because hope so. it's too dangerous. You now. think it's too dangerous? Yeah, I got to pee so bad. Drugs are so do I. <laughs> We're gonna end the show. Hit it. All right, fentanyl is bad. Don't do it. Love you, Inya.
lazy, thoughtless people I wish that you were insects And when I call you dropping ziggy butts outside my cafe I just stop you right to the pavement 